eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Bridget and Scott, you two had the pleasure of interviewing the hottest story out of Bruins training camp this season or this offseason, and that is Matt Patra, who has earned a spot on this opening night roster tomorrow night against the Blackhawks. And at 19 years old, it's clearly a very... Um, uncommon feat for him to do. So Bridget and Scott just discuss maybe what fans can look forward to listening in this interview upcoming. Yeah. Well, obviously we got into, you know, his camp, his preseason, making the team, just all the excitement around that. Um, You know, obviously looking ahead to some of the feelings he has going into the opener and his, his first NHL experience and, you know, how he's trying to approach this. Um, as you'll hear from him, he's he's trying to keep the same exact approach that he had all through camp and preseason, which has obviously worked for him to, to this point. So uh, I think that's, that's the right approach. Obviously, he's not in a position where he can take his foot off the gas at all. You know, it's these this nine-game sample that they get is essentially an extended tryout. So... Um, you know, I'd say that's the right mindset to have to, to still be treating it like he's, like he's trying to prove himself and, you know, trying to force the Bruins hand into, into, uh, having him stay beyond those nine games. Yeah. And I I feel like, so I wanted to ask him about if, when you listen around sports talk radio, I don't think they have a good idea of really who he is yet or what, or what he can bring even conversation text conversations I've had with people the main criticism or the main detractor for in people's minds for him making the opening night roster had a lot to do with his size, Um, him being a smaller player. Is he going to be able to hold up in the NHL? So we asked him about um, how he's prepped himself in that way, what his routine might look like throughout the season in order to address maybe him not being the biggest player. Um, And we also got into just some, some fun personal questions. Um, at the end, and, and I guess throughout, uh, clarified his name pronunciation for, you know, hopefully, you know, the last time, hopefully everybody gets it now. Um, 
but yeah, there's a lot of good stuff in there. He was really, uh, he, he comes across as a very nice kid. So um, he's somebody that everybody should be looking forward to watching on opening night. And there's a clear sense of innocence to him being just 19 years old. And the two of you asked him about just how much she knows about Boston and, and if he watched the Bruins growing up and, I think ignorance is bliss for him, and I think that's probably the best going into a, a centennial season for the Bruins as 19 years old is to maybe not know exactly how big the lights are in Boston, how bright they are. And I think I that's, asked uh, him, I, he doesn't know where he's going to live yet, and I asked him if he's going to live in Southie, and I don't think he knew what Southie was at all, so he'll figure it out eventually. But No. And then, uh, and then after you guys finish recording, Scott asked him if he wants a room with him. And so <laughs> that, that, that's what they're going to do now. So uh, I'm kind of burying the lead there. Oh, I missed that, <laughs> that part. I don't know. Where did I go for that? It's, it's a little bit of a commute from, from hey, Lowell hey, to Brighton, hey, but, you know, he'll get used to it. Scott, what, 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 what's with that headline, man? Don't, don't, don't trash talk me on, on EEI. I'm sorry, Maddie. <laughs> hey, what do you want for dinner? <laughs> um, but anyway... So, yeah, lots to look forward to, and I think we're probably ready now to throw it over to the to Bridget and Scott's interview with Matt Patra. All right, we're here with Matt Patra on the Skate Podcast. Matt, thanks for taking a few minutes. Yeah. And right off the bat, let's settle this. Matt Patra, that is correct? Yeah, that's how it's pronounced, yeah. Okay, because that is still getting screwed up by a lot of people. But yeah. I think, you know, if you stick around, I think people are going to get it. Yeah, hopefully, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's Patra, Patra. Okay. French though, right? French, uh, yeah, it's French Canadian. Uh, yeah, it's French, but uh, I'm not really French, so just go by like the yeah, English. Me either. I have a silent uh, L X at the end of my name. Yeah. So, yeah. I, know I got the like silent the silent letters. Yeah. Got the silent S. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh -huh. So certainly looks like you're you're here for opening night, and just what what was it like when you realized that you know that was going to happen, and you had made this team's initial roster? I mean, it's it's awesome. It's, it's a dream come true to finally uh, be here and you know have a chance to play in the NHL. So um, I'm not gonna take it for granted. I'm gonna keep trying to play my game, and uh, you know, it's, it's a dream come true. Does the mindset change at all? You know, going from training camp preseason, you know, trying to prove yourself, make the team. Does anything change now that you're here and now that it's a regular season? I think for me, nothing changes from the start. It's just been like a, it's been a tryout and. Uh, I think it'll just continue to be a tryout every practice, every game. It's uh, for me. It's just I want to be here all year, so um, trying to trying to make a good impression every time I'm on the ice, and hopefully get to stick around for the year. Do you think it helped you at all that you had relatively low pressure on you coming in? Expectations were kind of low, and then you were able to move the bar higher. Um, yeah, definitely. Like there wasn't too much pressure, but I mean, I was putting pressure on myself because I came in here. I wanted to. I want to try and make the team. So obviously, there's. There's pressure, there's nerves, being on the ice every day. And, I mean, you're trying out to play in the NHL, and it's everybody's dream. So there's, there's, there was definitely some pressure. Not wasn't too crazy, but uh, I think it was more like pressure I was put on myself. And yeah. Was there a moment where, you know, I don't know, like a come to Jesus moment or where things clicked and you felt like I, I can really do this, like I, I can play at this level? Um, I think maybe just the first like preseason game. Um, kind of just like scoring that really is just a big confidence boost and kind of helps you feel like oh maybe like yeah I can like kind of stick here and maybe that I belong and I think that just kind of went a long way where it's like I'm coming on the ice I'm, I'm playing confident I, I know I can kind of play at this level so um, yeah just maybe like the first couple of shifts of that game uh, just 
getting the puck on, in the net and getting a lot of touches on the power play and stuff like that. We'll be, we'll be dropping this ahead of the season opener. So what is the contingent going to look for you? I know you mentioned on media day you have family coming, but do you you know the, the numbers, exactly how many people are coming? I'm not I'm not really sure. I think my my mom, my dad, my brother, sister, my grandparents, um, my girlfriend. I don't know. There might be more than that. I'm not sure if my dad's bringing a couple buddies or what's uh, what's going on. But, uh, yeah, that's that's all I know for sure. Uh, what are some of the things you worked on in juniors before coming here that you think you know maybe has helped your game, um, led you to this point right now? I think for me it was just uh, you know I'm not a big guy. I'm more like more like finesse, but I like to pride myself on winning puck battles in the corner. So for me in juniors, just even just this summer, it's just getting stronger. Um, just being able to kind of hold my own, and you know I'm not like the heaviest of guys, and I'm not tall, so. Uh, just for me, trying to hold my own in, in corners. So most of my work kind of goes in, into the gym. But uh, maybe like an all-nice thing at the end of the last season, just trying to focus on being better in the D zone and better uh, D zone positioning, just putting more emphasis on that because it's kind of maybe uh, you don't need to focus on the D zone as much in juniors because it's more of like a run and gun. But once you get up here, it's it's a lot different. Uh, the details are different. So. Yeah, I had a follow-up question on that as well. Just, Do you have, like, ha- now working with the nutritionists here and the trainers here, have they set goals for you, maybe a weight goal, anything that they're working on with you to try to get to? Um, no, it's mostly just, like, try and uh, try to get, like, my body fat up a bit. Uh, bulking. <laughs> nothing, yeah, like, not really too much bulking because I don't want to be playing at a weight where it's, like, I feel slower on the ice. I want to be able to kind of go out there and like feel like myself and feel good about like my skating and how I move so uh not like not trying to put on like a set amount of weight but I think just over like time like it's not going to happen overnight just over time just putting a, maybe a bit more weight on a bit more muscle in the past did you have to kind of figure out a way to do that on your own is it a lot easier now that you have people kind of giving you structure in that way it's definitely easier being here and you know you come in the gym there's a workout there for you so you kind of like know what the expectation is and like other than like it's different than junior because uh, you kind of show up and there's not too much structure because um, there's obviously not as many like staff members around every single day so it's just uh, it's just, yeah it's different I think. Um, it's more on your own I guess back then. Yeah yeah it's definitely more on my own so now there's like lots of help so no excuse to not be working out and doing that stuff. So. Obviously it's been a pretty steep development curve to be here you know one year after getting drafted. And- to me, I look and I think it's even more impressive when you consider that you lost the entire 2020 COVID season, at least in terms of playing games. How did you, you know, manage to overcome that and stay on track, you know, then with just one year to get you ready for your draft? I think, yeah, for me, it was just, you couldn't really prepare for something like that. Uh, I mean, I was stuck at home for most of 2020. There wasn't even, like, ice, really, or I couldn't really get to the gym because everything was, like, shut down in Ontario. So, uh I was just working out in my basement, trying to do as much as possible. I didn't really, I didn't really know too much about like what I was doing, so that was the tough part about it. So when I kind of showed up for my first year of junior, it was like haven't really skated that much, haven't really had like set workouts at like a gym where I'm working with a trainer. So it was just uh, kind of just taking everything in stride. It was more like I was on my own, and uh, you know I was fortunate enough to get drafted, and then this last summer I was uh, able to get you know things back to normal and working out at the at the the gym uh, I had been before and everything was open up so I think for me it was just being able to get in the gym being able to get on the ice and 
kind of just uh, work on my work on my game. So that really helped going to like last year junior and kind of took the same approach this summer. So grew up in Ontario, about half hour from Toronto. Yeah, half hour, forty five minutes. So you said you watch a lot of Leafs games. You said you were sort of a Leafs fan. So. <laughs> Were they your team or? or? Uh, when I was like really young, I was like, a Chicago Blackhawks fan, oh, okay. so I had Jonathan Tay's jerseys in my room, and I was just, I was a huge Hawks fan. And then, kind of as I got older, and the Leafs kind of were like a younger team, and like lots of excitement with like Matthews and Marner and Nylander. I kind of got into watching them just because they're so close and get to go to the games every every once in a while. So it's just like it was an exciting time in Toronto. So I was like. My mom was a Leafs fan, like my nan was a Leafs fan, and then I kind of just got into it because the the games are always on TV, and you know when they're in the playoffs, me and my buddies would like get together and, and watch the games. So it's just, just uh, I don't know, it's like it, it's 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 convenient, it's close, and they were they've all they've been good the last few years. So. Coach just mentioned that you had uh, you've become adept at the D zone, and he explained you have high hockey IQ. Is that something that people have told you throughout your growing up, being able to think the game quickly, you know, having a high hockey IQ? Yeah, I think for me it's always been I've kind of relied on hockey IQ and you know compete, so that's kind of been my way of like getting getting around and improving on the ice. So I think it all starts with like a high hockey IQ, and then you can kind of just adapt to different systems and play with different players. So uh, yeah. I'm sure the answer is probably a little bit of everything, but what are you working on, focusing on um, in your game, you know, in these practices leading up to opening night and as you get more time with this team? I think, again, it's just building confidence and, uh, you know, playing against these guys every day, you're going you're gonna to get better because they're the best players in the world. So uh, I think for me it's just getting comfortable out there and, uh, you know, it's different systems, you know, getting getting used to a new team. So it's just uh, trying to simplify things and just uh, keep working on, uh, like, D-zone, D-zone systems and neutral zone and stuff like that. I know, and, uh, I know it's, you know, 100 miles an hour going through all this, making the team now, getting ready for opening night. Have you allowed yourself, you know, a few moments to take a deep breath and kind of let it sink in? Uh, I don't think so. I think just... Just trying to focus on one thing at a time. I think if uh, I started dwelling too much on like, oh, I'm playing tomorrow, I'd just get in my own head. You know, I'm I'm uh, I'm uh, obviously a bit nervous for tomorrow night. It's like nothing I've ever done before, and you know it's gonna be awesome when I get out there, and, and the nerves will fade away after the first shift. But uh, yeah. I know you said that you do not have a figured out living situation yet, but does the team help you with something like that? I've always been curious, like. Do you have to figure that out on your own? Is someone there to help you? Maybe have roommates or someone inviting you to stay with them? Oh, I think the team's definitely going to help me figure that out. I mean, <laughs> I'm, a, I'm, like a, I'm a young guy. I don't really – it's like my kind of my first time kind of just being out. Like in, in juniors, we have billets, and other than that, I've just been living at home. So I think the team will definitely help me out with – Are going to put you in Southie or something? <laughs> I'm not totally sure yet, but I'm going to be in the hotel for now until we kind of figure out what's going on for the, like the rest of the year. So, yeah. Okay. We like to wrap these up with a non-hockey question. So we learned on media day that cooking, not one of your hobbies. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> what, what are your hobbies? What, what do you like to do when you do have some downtime? Um, for me, it's just hanging out with my buddies. You know, I like to play, like, any sport available. Like, you know, growing up, like, just in school, I played every sport. So whether it's, like, you know, organizing a basketball tournament or going to play pickleball or tennis or, I mean, like, any sport, I'm, it's kind of kind of what I do. So, yeah.
Or is there anything else? No. Anything we're good? Because I, mean, yeah. I, I don't think you know much about Boston yet. Usually we ask questions like, oh, where's your favorite place to go eat? But I feel like you're still learning all this I don't know, stuff, like, so. nah, I don't know much about Boston. So. You're going to need to figure out where you live first and then find out what's close to that. Yeah. That's good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was going to yeah. say, nor- normally the Patriots game is like somewhere on that checklist, but they're not. Well, I went, they're there. Not, I went to one last year. Oh, I went to okay. one last year. They, uh, they didn't win, but. Yeah, I was gonna say there's it's a cool atmosphere though. There's not a lot that they've been winning, unfortunately. No, not recently. <laughs> it was a really, it's really cool atmosphere when we went last year, but yeah. Oh, have you been to Fenway yet? Uh, I've been to Fenway a few times. It's like development camp, we went to Fenway and watched the game. So yeah, it's it's a really cool stadium. All right, thanks a lot, Matt. Yeah, Good thank luck. you. Yeah, thank Good you. Work. All right, welcome back. Thanks again to Matt Potter for sitting down with Bridget and Scott after practice the, on the eve of his NHL regular season debut. Bridget and Scott, uh, a lot of good conversation there. What was the biggest thing that stood out to you in, in, in sitting down with Matt? Well, one thing, and I kind of mentioned this before, but him trying to keep the same exact mindset he's had through camp and preseason. And when I asked him, like, has he even allowed himself a few moments to sort of take a deep breath and appreciate this? And he says, no, not really. And, you know, I just, I guess like I just hope at some point tomorrow, pregame, warm-ups, whatever it might be, like I, I hope he does kind of allow himself that moment um, just to soak it all in. So, you know, I, it's clear he has sort of the right mindset and that determination to to not get comfortable or, or feel like he's accomplished anything yet. But at the same time, it's like he, he has accomplished something pretty impressive, you know, to go from – not really being on anyone's projected opening night lineup to winning a spot there as a 19 year old. So um, maybe it'll take a while for that to settle in for him, but you know, hopefully he at least gets a chance to soak some of it in. Yeah. And I think he's, he gave the reason that he's, he already thinks he'll be nervous. So he kind of just doesn't want to think about it that much so that he can keep himself more calm uh, going into it, which makes sense. Uh, So, I mean, it was a great interview. He he was with us for a little bit longer, I think, than uh, we were slotted to talk to him, but he was very nice about it. And um, just the, my main takeaway would just be that uh, he's optimistic about the season, and I'm very optimistic for what he can do. Um, he's got the right mindset. He is on the right path physically with what he's doing. He said he they want him to gain body fat. I wish anyone would tell me that I needed to put on weight, but, um, uh, you know, so his plan is to get bigger throughout the season. Uh, his age doesn't seem like it's going to be a huge factor because he's already thinking the game at such a high speed. Um, I talked to him a little bit about the hockey IQ there at the end. And he said that that can, that has given him a step up in the past against other players. So we'll see if that translates into the NHL. Well, Bridget, we, we haven't told you this, but I guess I'll break the news now. Uh, we are doing a skate pod weightlifting competition in December. Guys, I'm so, going to crush the shit out of you. <laughs> I'm going to win that so, so easy. So you might want to start bulking at some point. Oh, I've, I've been bulking. That's my problem. <laughs> so, yeah, great, great takeaways. And, you know, for me, it was it was when you guys were discussing um, – or, or Matt was discussing with you guys uh, that during COVID there was an issue um, with, you know, not being able to play an entire season and, you know, in Ontario it was pretty much locked down and he just 
couldn't really get any ice anywhere and he was just working out in his basement and trying to stay fresh but you know to, in, in that short amount of time to go from not playing an entire season you know to get then getting drafted and just being at the nhl at 19 years old it's with with missing an entire year of, of playing games is that sort of to me is just somebody who's just that's a special player it's a special talent um i mean that's just that that stood out to me for sure so uh it makes you wonder maybe uh now he he missed that season prior to being drafted or just yeah so it, it makes you wonder like maybe he wouldn't be maybe he wouldn't have gone so under the radar at the nhl draft to fall to boston had that not shaken up the way that it did um so i don't know very fortunate for the bruins to get him where where they did and uh, it looks like they found they found a diamond in the rough so that that, that was my biggest takeaway was potentially not playing an entire season at 17 years old. Maybe he went under the radar a little bit with other NHL teams. Yeah. I kind of forgot too, like how much more lockdown Canada was like, it was something that Scott like brought up and it like jogged my memory because I did have friends in Canada and, and they told me they were not allowed to do literally anything. And he said he couldn't even, go to like the gym he had worked out in his basement so it you know what he put a lot on himself and uh he didn't have any help at that time uh so you know his own motivation is what got him to this point uh, got him through the pandemic and has been getting him through the preseason and um if he's able to self-motivate like that up to this point i feel like it's even easier to motivate yourself in the nhl so um hopefully he brings that same mindset work set Yeah. And, you know, like that season, 2020, 21 season, that's age 16, 17. You get drafted at 18. It's like that's that's a huge point in any player's development. And it maybe possibly even like worked in the Bruins favor. You wonder if, you know, if he does get that season and maybe his, you know, this past season in the OHL, the 22-23 season was really his big breakout where he's top 10 and top five in scoring second in assists. You wonder like what if that comes a year earlier, if he has that extra year of development at, you know, playing in games, um, maybe he goes higher than the second round and he's not there when the Bruins pick, they did not have a first round pick that season. So, uh, you know, it, like you can even look back at those next two drafts after that season. So like the, 21 and 22 drafts and uh pretty much all the analysts like would point that out that these are going to be more unpredictable than a lot of drafts because all a lot of these kids especially from the ohl but even from other leagues that didn't play or only played a few games or had a very abbreviated season um there was just more unpredictability there like that's that's a whole year of development training evaluation that no one's getting so um yeah you know his first season in Guelph the the following year obviously he was he, he was good and that you know good enough to get him on the radar and be a second round pick but then really took off the year after once he had that that full season in the OHL under his belt and a full summer of regular training and now you see where it's where it's set him up now where he's you know at least made the push for for opening night 
and this nine game sample and possibly even more than that. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 